Welcome to the weekly livestock market update. I'm Bramfield anchor reporter Megan Grebner with us as always to talk all things markets on this Thanksgiving Eve is University of Missouri Scott Brown. Good afternoon, Scott. Good afternoon, Megan. Normally we talk on Fridays uh, with the Thanksgiving holiday. There's really not much going on and all the big news happened early this week. So as we we're going to talk cold storage, we'll talk livestock slaughter, but let's talk a little bit about what markets have been doing this week and kind of how those trends have been running. Yeah, so we, you know, pretty lightly tested Megan this week with it being Thanksgiving week. But when we start on the cattle side, uh, we, we've seen cash fed cattle a little more than $2 higher on the week. Uh, although we don't have all those feeder cattle auctions and some of them I doubt happen given the holiday uh, week. But uh, Oklahoma City this week was steady to $2 higher. Uh, on the future side, the December live cattle futures contract closed today, Wednesday, up 40 cents relative to last Friday, uh, and the January feeder cattle futures contract was down 85 cents. Uh, choice box beef so far this week, uh, down about $2.15. And on the hog side, cash barrels and gilts were down about $1.70 through Wednesday this week. Those lean, uh, December lean hog futures contract was, was basically unchanged uh, relative to last Friday. The pork cutout value lost uh, $3.50, uh, both weaker hams and bellies, at least midweek has uh, been responsible for that lower pork cutout value. It's really been kind of a um, sluggish week and a slow week, especially on the cash hog side of things. Really not a lot of incentive to move anything. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <clears throat> I have, have a hunch we'll uh, see a pretty light run when we uh, get slaughter numbers at the end of the day, but uh uh, with with Thanksgiving week here, I think, uh, again, I think we saw a fairly heavy week last week in anticipation of this being a shorter week as well. All right, cold storage. Let's take a look at those numbers. Really kind of been interesting to watch to see what happens and where they're going. Yeah, that's right. If we just start at the very top level, Megan, the October uh, inventory of beef, pork, chicken, turkey, uh, 2.179 billion pounds. Uh, that is higher, about 10% higher than uh, where it was of, of last year at this time. But but I'm not overly concerned. Uh, you know, those 2021 levels were awful tight. So we're kind of just getting back to, to perhaps more normal levels. So I don't want to read anything too negative there. Uh, when we look at the individual components here for a minute, uh, October beef ending stocks, 7.6% higher, while pork ending stocks uh, were 15.5% uh, higher. Now, not to make too much out of this either, but, uh, you know, pork belly's 246% uh, higher uh, than a year ago. Uh, just remember how small those uh, ending inventories are, but it does remind us we're building back uh, the, the, those stocks as well. Probably the one that sticks out a little bit is chicken. Uh, chicken ending stocks up nearly 19%. Uh, might, might be the only one that looks a little heavy uh, relative to historical standards. I think the cold storage numbers are interesting. I doubt I'm going to see any relief in my bacon prices <laughs> anytime soon. But I think the report that everybody, or at least I've been looking ahead to, is the livestock slaughter numbers and really to watch what's going on uh, on the beef side of things. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so we'll start with uh, more ho-hum of, of uh, the pork side, I guess, to save beef. But uh, uh, hog slaughter. Uh, year to date down two and a half percent. October of this year down one and a half percent relative to October a year ago. So 
running fewer hogs. Um, pork production year to date down 2%. Uh, we were down 1.4 for October relative to a year ago. Uh, so we're seeing uh, a reduction in pork production this year. That's not a story that, that's different than we've been telling for a while. Uh, on the cattle side, to save uh, the, the best for last, perhaps, uh, uh, cattle slaughter uh, year to date, 2.1% above year ago levels. October, 1.7% above uh, year ago October. Uh, beef production is uh, year-to-date 1.9% higher, uh, and for October relative to a year ago, 1.7% higher. Now, saving what you're most interested in, I believe, Megan, is uh, heifer slaughter that's running 5% year-to-date above year-ago levels, and beef cow slaughter that's running nearly 13% above year-ago levels. Uh, when you look at October, beef cow slaughter still 114 percent above where we were a year ago, so still running high. Uh, when you start looking at some of the regions here for a minute of uh, where, where are we slaughtering, you know, beef cows, region six, uh, federal, re uh, federal region six, uh, Arkansas, Louisiana, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Texas, that's 30 percent above uh, year to date uh, relative to 2021. And, and just a little history, it's 55 percent above where we were in 2019. Uh, region seven, that's Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska. Uh, we've been running 34% above year ago levels year to date uh, and 30% relative to 2019. Those are really, you know, the two big ones. We could actually look at, uh, oh, let's, let's take a region five, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, Minnesota, Ohio, Wisconsin, that's actually running 10.9% uh, below year ago levels. So uh, we're really seeing that in region six and seven in terms of additional beef cow slaughter. Scott, as we talk about this, I think it says one thing, doesn't it? What's going on in the cattle herd? The hole gets deeper um, that down the road, I think. Um, so I like to remind us, uh, you know, you, you put that uh, heifer slaughter up, uh, 5% and, and if we ever get ourselves to where we're thinking about rebuilding the herd, you know, we're, we're going to dip even harder trying to build back. Uh, I, I, so 2023, especially as we get in the second half of the year, uh, given you know, the, the most latest cattle placement numbers that we got uh, last week, uh, tells me we're going to be short beef. Um, but we're going to have to weigh that against what I see is maybe some demand weakness as the general economy is trying to slow. I, I, I just hedge my bet here. I go, there's downside risk. Uh, I think I've, I said recently a few places that I sure hope producers are thinking about how to protect the downside. And I hope they pay the premium, Megan, and never reap any kind of, of uh, payment from that. I, but, but I worry about that downside risk a little bit. Scott, as we wrap up today and take a look at next week, what reports uh, are we looking at? Yeah, so a little bit of a full plate next week, Megan. So we're going to get uh, an update from USDA in terms of a, their quarterly ag trade outlook. We'll get a restaurant performance index. So we'll also get a farm income uh, uh, release. And we'll finish next week with a jobs report. 
It'll be a busy Friday for us, Scott. Um, I know we, when everybody sees this, it'll be after Thanksgiving, but uh, we are always most definitely thankful for you. Have a great weekend. You do the same, Megan. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. It's our weekly livestock market update delivered to your email box every Saturday morning. Go to brownfieldagnews.com. Click subscribe. You can also submit questions and comments there. And for market updates daily, check out John Perkins Market Minute. Have a great weekend. I'm Megan Grebner for Brownfield.